I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is episode 33 on the Merry Biz podcast with Dan Norris and us. Welcome to Merry Biz. Get inspired to live your best life and learn what it takes to create an epic business from the world's most amazing entrepreneurs. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas. Let's get our merry biz on. Yay! Welcome back. We are really excited to be back in the studio. And we're excited you're here with us, Dan. Thank you. I can talk earlier this time. I remember last time you guys talked for 20 minutes before I did. It wasn't 20 minutes. Hang on. We kind of forgot it. Aren't I the guest on your show? Yeah, you're definitely the guest. You're a returning guest. Yeah, you're going to be like, I'm pretty sure, like coming back every month. Yes, if you're happy with that. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. because people love you. That's good. And yeah. the live podcasting is really fun. It's just so much fun. What oh. about, are you excited about my new podcast in the iTunes yes. store? Yes. Yes. And wasn't it n- number seven it. in the business category well, already? It was. it was. But it got yeah. deleted. You're yeah, in trouble. Yes. Yeah, so what's it called, Dan? Uh, the Seven Day Startup with Dan Norris. Yes. And I think that episode number two is definitely the best one so far. Yeah. And I was about to <laughs> reveal what was the most popular episode, but... I better not do that now because it's, it's... It's not ours? Well, it might be yours, but I'm going to save that for later. Oh, okay. I'll bring the stats up later. Okay, excellent. Well, what's good about my week is that the sun is shining and it's a beautiful day today. Yes, that's great. So I'll have that go. one too. Okay, well, <laughs> let's get stuck into the real deal of today's podcast because we are pumped to talk to you, Dan, about content marketing. Me too. Equally yeah. pumped. So like content marketing, we'd never even heard about it before we'd met you. And, you know, we were sitting there watching you at Tropical Think Tank and I like elbowed Carla and I was like, I think we do content marketing. I think that's what we do. (laughs) And then we were like, but we don't have a business. And we don't make a lot of money. So like it was kind of like the blogging side, like we'd started with the blogging, but we just didn't realize it was content marketing because we actually were just like... I guess we were just marketing our brand maybe yeah. but didn't have anything to sell or monetize. Yeah, but you changed that pretty quick. Yes, yes we, did. we did. But this is about you, so let's talk oh, about you. Okay. Yeah. Um so like tell us what is content marketing? Well, I guess it's I guess it's the same thing that you were doing. It's just that you think about it from a point of view of this is what this is what I said at the Pro Blogger conference. And, oh, and I can and I can say I'm doing it again this year, so that'll Yay! be fun. Um and I can say it in front of the whole audience, which is like you you can either identify as a blogger and that's like sort of someone who's, whose job it is to create blogs um, or you can identify as an entrepreneur whose job is it whose job it is to grow their business and you can use content marketing as one way to do that. And um, I think if you think about things that way, then you think about things much more broadly. You know, you don't just do blog posts. You see Snapchat and all the other stuff you're doing. 
and podcasts and videos and press and all of that as part of your job as a content marketer. And then you also look to the whole picture of how someone comes on that you get how, how you get their attention, how you build their trust, and then how they ultimately become a customer mm-hmm. and an advocate of your business because it's all kind of tied together rather than you just being like, well, I'm a blogger, I'm just going to create blog posts. Mm. Um, so it's 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 really doing the same thing but doing it with a strategy and with the end goal of building trust and ultimately selling something to somebody. Yeah. So like how do you come up with like a strategy for like content marketing? Like I think a lot of people struggle with thinking like, well, what am I going to talk about? And how, what am, how do I – like how do I actually come up with the content? Yeah. Um, well, I think it's – it's it's kind of easier for me now because I've got a community of people that I can draw on for ideas. Yeah. Um, and now, like I know, like just an example, last week I did the seven day startup challenge, and the question that kept coming up was, how do you how do you launch a new business but have proof on your website mm. that you're a legit business? Yeah. Which is a solvable problem, and I've solved it many times, and so have a lot of other people. But it's a good piece of content. I don't know if anyone's written that piece of content. So Anthony's now next door going through the Facebook post about it because I put a Facebook post up, got people's opinions on it. He's got 10 different dot points to write about. He'll write this article and by the end of today or tomorrow, we'll have an article out on this topic that's going to help people. I know people need it because they've asked me for it. Mm. Um, and so I think if, if you can tie your content directly back to a problem that pe- that you know people who listen to you have, that's the best way you can do it. Mm-hmm. Um if you don't have a community yet, I think the best way to do that is just to do the exact same thing on someone else's platform. Mm. So like you guys have done that with, with a lot of guest posting. I've done it with Snapchat takeovers or guest posts or podcast interviews um, is really understanding who's going to listen to it, who's going to read it, what their problems are and giving them a solution to that. Yeah. yeah. So it's all about helping people and giving value. Or like inspiring people as well, right? Yeah, it could, it could be inspiring people. I think like... Um, the community really decides what, like what it is. So yeah, that's like true. You, you can't just write content in isolation. And mm. even if it's good content, it's not really going to have an impact if people don't see it and people don't connect with it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think the ult- ultimately the community is going to decide and, and you really want to build your own community. But a lot of people struggle with doing that, um, especially if they're undifferentiated. That's, that's mm. one of the other big problems is if you're putting a lot of content out there that's not really different, it's going to be very hard for you to build your own community. Yeah. Um, like when people discover you guys, they're doing that because you stand out, because you're different to other people. What about like how do, how do you stand out? Like what would you recommend to do to stand out? Well, I think it, it it's probably depends on lots of things. There's probably different ways to do it. If your personality is one that naturally stands out, that works. Mm. But not everyone has a personality that stands out. So yeah. I think like self-awareness comes into it. Oh, this is a, that's a good topic, but we won't go into. I that. had an idea for self awareness oh, yeah. right for a new software startup idea. Ooh, <coughs> it's not off topic. So, see if it was my Are podcast, you share we, it? if it was my podcast, we could talk about it, even though it's not. You relevant. could talk about could it talk for like about a minute. It. Yeah, I want to know two about minutes. it. Well, it's a com- it's a combination of a a friend of mine had an idea where you email people oh, who are yeah. your friends and they give you yeah. anonymous feedback about you. But I just thought you could do it as like an app where. You basically have people who review your your Snapchat story, Ooh. and they're your friends. Um, they they're like your connections on Snapchat, so you know they know something about you, um, but you don't know who they are. So Ooh. you can get like really direct and honest feedback about you and about mm. your content. Um, because I think it's I, th- I think the problem with all of that is like it's easy to say like if you've got a good personality, then make that your differentiator, mm. but. 
some people are just more likable than others and yeah. and some people's personality rubs people the wrong way and and maybe there's better ways for them to go about putting out content like yeah. you know i see some people do really well on Snapchat. Some people do really well on video. Other people do better at writing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think choosing the right platform for you is really important. Yeah. yeah I, well, I think it's like, like I think everybody can write to a certain extent, but like pe- some people will be better at doing videos than writing. So it's like a waste of their energy and resources to spend more time writing than doing videos and vice versa. So I think it is really important to know what you're good at and play to your strengths. So I guess like, like a tool to help you know what your strengths are and what you're better at would be awesome. I think strengths, yes, but also weaknesses. Like I know it's like putting a negative spin on it, but if you're putting all this content out there, <laughs> no, Dan, we must weaknesses. be positive. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But if if they're review, if you're putting all this content out there on video and all it's doing is annoying people, yeah, I feel like I feel like there's not a single person who's going to yeah, tell you that. Like the people true. who your friends are not going to tell you that. Um, colleagues aren't going to tell you that. You're going to hear people saying, you know, just keep pushing on. But I'm not, what is but, but like some people just don't like some people just don't like us. Like I know it. Like I know we would rub people up the wrong way. But like, or not rub people up, but just annoy the just heck annoy out of that. People. Like I'm sure we annoy a bunch of people. So like, but we still put video content out because some people like it. I, I guess like if if you're self-aware enough to know that okay, maybe you might <laughs> annoy a few people, but you can see there's traction in what you're doing. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Um, so like. Ultimately, if you get traction in what you're doing, then you follow that okay. above everything else, I think. So you've like got that. to like keep an eye on like the co- – so the content you're putting out, you've got to keep on an eye on like what is working. So – and then you focus on that and you do more of that. I think so, yeah. And and I think when new platforms come out, that's when the self-awareness thing mm. comes in because you're like, well, okay, there's a new platform now that enables me to video my day and mm. you know capture every single moment. But is that actually going to be a really good way to connect mm. with my people or – I mean, I've, I've seen guys like who've got big followings on Instagram who are doing quotes and stuff and I see them on Snapchat. I'm like, holy shit, this is really weird. Yeah. Like, I thought you were like serious boss entrepreneur. Yeah. But you're just like very odd Snapchat person. <laughs> um, and, and so I think like you need to have the self-awareness around which platform's going to actually yeah. do a better job okay, for you. Okay. I think that's great yeah, that advice. Really good advice. And also, I guess it depends on like, okay, so the idea of content marketing is that you do have a business like behind that and the end goal is to kind of get someone into your funnel or on your email list. And so it'll definitely depend on like what your business is as well in, yeah. the, in the kind of content that you're sharing. Like for us example, like we do share inspiring content because we know our people want it. Like it's not always like educational, like solving a yeah, problem. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think it's not, it's, it's also not always the goal to get people on your email list. Like I think yeah. the goal... The goal for the most part with anything in business is to build a brand. Yeah. And content marketing is an extremely good way to do that. So even if, I mean, the vast majority of my content doesn't have a call to action. I think like 97% of everything I do is completely free and public. And I'm not constantly asking people, spamming people, popping shit up in front of them. Oh, no, I said shit. You're going to get kicked out of Apple now. Well, we'll oh. have to put an E on I think, this episode. I th- no, okay. I think we have to put E's on all of our episodes almost. Like, I'm pretty sure someone we don't swear. S- we don't swear in all of our episodes. Oh. Everyone I've been on. Yeah. yeah all the all ones the That's only because get shit done. <laughs> it's not my fault. Stop it's a saying. It's a common Fine. saying. Naughty. We don't want to get kicked off. <laughs> um, so, what were we talking about? I think we're talking about how you, you don't always have to have a call this to action. This is a really... I want to go into this. Yes. So, like, I want to, like, talk about, like... Okay, so you said that 97% of your content doesn't have a call to action. And also talk about the pop-ups more because like 
A lot of people Ooh, yeah. love pop-ups and like, yes, it's a great way to get emails, but fire out. They annoy the crap out of me now because you kind of started talking about it. And now every side <laughs> I go and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a pop-up, like go away. Like, and it irritates me. And yeah. I think like your point of like, look after your people that come back, like mm. that's more important, right? Yeah. I th- well, I mean, it's, it's, a ve- it's always a very tricky balance. There's never like a black and white answer, yeah. but I know like the more you do for people, um, without expecting something in return is that that's something that contributes towards your brand and towards the trust Mm. that people have in you and no internet marketer is ever going to be able to measure that because they don't there's no tools out there that measure that Mm. um so i think you have to be careful like if everything you like i've seen some of these guys sending out like these emails to people on their list that are almost like abusive saying like you're not reading my emails you have to opt back in i can't believe you're wasting my time and and they're like you know they've told me like you should see the conversions on this and i'm like man People think you're a massive tool for doing that and n- no, none of your metrics are going to measure that and it's going to destroy your so brand. So true, yeah. So I think, I think you need to think about the whole picture and, and I think if you think about content just as lead generation, yeah. you miss out on the more important thing, which is like you could build a business that millions of people around the world know of and trust and will refer to other people and even if they're not on your email list, you, you've still built this brand equity. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think doing both is good, but, th- but there does have to be some strategy like i don't think you can just like randomly put stuff out there and hope for the best yeah i think like like for for certain types of content um where it makes sense to get people into an email funnel like the written stuff on the blog i think being strategic around that Mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense um but but for other stuff like i think personal branded content that i do like none of that's really for a purpose other than to build trust yeah and i guess that's like same for us like when we're posting to instagram we're not always like saying go over to the blog and check out this recipe like we're giving the whole recipe on instagram sometimes like to give that little bit more value and to just be like we want to give you this to help you yeah and people need to like you and 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 they want to like when they refer people to you like like no one likes being sold to so if they if they know that if they refer people to you they're just going to get sold to the whole time then they're less likely to refer you. So I think it's a combination. I think I think like um, with anything in business, it's about building a brand and, and it's about establishing trust and not killing it. Yeah. And content gives you a very good opportunity to do that. And it also gives you a good opportunity to add leads into your funnel. Mm. And so I think being strategic around when to do that, when not to do it um, is, is sort of how you get that balance. Yeah. yeah. Would you say like content marketing is like a long-term marketing strategy? So it's like, you know, it takes like a year or more to like actually see something happen? Yeah, I, th- I think I'm reluctant to put a time frame on it because I know there've been examples of where like the content you've you've done is so different that it gets immediate results. Mm. Like with our beer, mm. you know, we've yeah, like we've had a number of really awesome things yeah. happen, including this location we're in right now, including this beer for Call of Duty, mm. um, finding investors. All of that happened within sort of months of Crazy. doing our content. So that's insane. That is really that, cool. Yeah, like isn't that's, it? that's that's real quick, isn't it? Yeah, but but normally it's not that quick. Like, and especially if it's if you're in like a really competitive area, mm. yeah. like online marketing and business and like even health health yeah. and well-being, like so yeah. competitive. So people are really savvy in that industry. So you can't just come in there, write a few blog posts and think you're going to have this epic business. Yeah, and, and then you've got to like be consistent. So you can't just like be like, okay, I'm going to pump out three months of content and then then I'll be okay. Like you've got to like you've got to set that kind of consistency. So like I'm interested to hear like how you're doing that because I know like with Curve you used to do more content, but now you kind of like brought it back down to like less, but putting more effort and make it more quality. So like let's go yeah. into like quality content and how important that is. Yeah, well, um, I think like there's there's a bunch of different ways you can do things consistently. I think if you 
if you like are able to do that yourself, then that's cool. But I'm not really able to do that because I get bored too easily yeah. of doing the same thing. Um, so if like for written stuff. <laughs> And, and a lot of entrepreneurs are exactly the same. Like, it's, it's not just me. Trust me. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> I was laughing at them because I was like, let's do something different. Like, let's yeah. Do <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who can we get to do this? No yeah. one. <laughs> so if you can get good at, good at delegating, good at processes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. So all of, all of my Instagrams delegated, like m- most of my Twitter, all of my content that goes into Edgar and goes into Hootsuite yeah, to yeah, be Edgar. tweeted, that's all delegated. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the articles for WP Curve. I delegated all the articles on sevendaystartup.com. They're actually written by me, are all done by Anthony as like a collaborative process, but it's it's delegated. Yeah. Yes. I don't have to come and each process. week. Yeah, each week each we can do it. Um but yeah, qu- quality I think is ultimately like you could put out a hundred crappy blog posts or you can put out yeah. one really good one. Yeah. And the one really good one will be far worth far yeah. more than the hundred crappy ones. Yeah. Um and I think if you know like with WP Curve, for example, I've got a fair idea of what works because I've been doing it for a couple of yeah. years on there. Um, once you know that, it's much easier to make sure you only do stuff that works. Um, but yeah. for new people, it's quite hard. And when I was getting started originally, I just did like extreme experimentation. Like I just I just did content on every single platform mm. you could possibly think of. And I just looked to what was working. And what was working for me was like highly actionable written stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and so I just did more of that pretty much. And I think, I think that's good advice for other people. Like if you're not sure what's going to get traction, then just try everything. Yeah. And then, but, but don't keep doing everything. Yeah. I think just once you know what works, do more of that. And then if you can figure out a way to delegate it and then go into another platform and figure out what works, figure out a way to delegate that, then go into another platform. Love oh my it. gosh, it's, it's so cool. Exciting. So I think some things are easier to delegate. Like written yes. stuff is pretty easy to delegate. Yeah, There's okay. processes that you can have around that. Um, something like Instagram is pretty easy to delegate. Uh, Twitter and stuff is pretty easy to like automate slash delegate. Um, then other stuff is not just not as easy. Like Snapchat is very very hard to delegate yeah. unless you've got a really big team and big brand. Well, yeah. I think like Snapchat, like for someone like I guess like a brand like us, like we'd never delegate our Snapchat. Well, it'd be impossible because it's like well, that's us. It depends unless how big you the have brand someone is. following us around, and yeah, and right. unless it's like okay, like say like fun. in the future our <laughs> like who knows our business could expand and then we have yeah. like a team of 20 then yeah. it's like okay you can give your staff like yeah, yeah, sure. a week so, to take the, over like, yeah. yeah it could be like different people take over yeah that would be really cool be kind of freaking awesome yeah well really like the big cool. brands are still are on snapchat now and yeah. it's, not the, it's not the owner of the company yeah, doing yeah. It, so yeah. it is possible but it's it's very hard between like zero dollars revenue and like oh, a yeah. few million dollars revenue yeah. it's, it's sort of it's all back on you yeah yeah um, and i think that's like you know like everyone starts with nothing so it's like you don't have to delegate right now, but what you can do is try all those platforms, see what you like as well and see what gets that traction. Yeah. Keep going with that. And then as you go, like start delegating one little thing, which it could start with using a tool like um, Edgar, Meet Edgar. I mean, like that was a game changer for our sharing across Facebook and Twitter. Saved us mm. so much time every single week. So much time. And it, still, it gets like, I mean... A post yesterday, I think, had like 17 shares, like just a little... No, recipe. another one had 76 shares. Yeah, like it's just insane. Like Same. it automatically shared. Or, yeah, yeah, it automatically shared and it was like 76 shares. Like, yeah. what? It's like, that's insane. And we that's didn't have to do anything. And like, we're just like, wow, we're really glad so we like, got that tool. So like an example for us of something that worked really well was like salted caramel. So like mm. we saw that that did really well. So then we did a salted caramel smoothie. We did a low fructose salted caramel. And like yeah. they're probably our top three most popular recipes. So I think like putting it into like also a different example of not of like seeing how it can work of doing what's working. Yeah. Like I yeah. just wanted to point that out. Yeah, like definitely. That it can work, it, you can work it out in any business. Yeah. What is working. Oh my gosh, it's so cool. 
<laughs> I think that um, like in terms of choosing, like because some platforms are easier to delegate than others, I think it is worth thinking about that. Like if you're building a business off like you as like as a podcast, for example, like if you're doing a podcast and it's just you mm. and your whole business relies on that, I think it's worth considering whether that's a good idea because mm. I mean ultimately you are going to grow out of that and it's going to be mm. difficult to delegate. Mm. Whereas if you can build something around written content that's, mm-hmm. bu- that's built around a brand, um, then I think it's ultimately a more scalable business. I think yeah. it depends what you're trying to do, but I think if you can build a brand that isn't that isn't relying on you turning up and talking into a microphone, True. which is going to be Im- Im- almost impossible to delegate, yeah. um, I think it's a better thing to do. Um, so it's worth think- I think it's worth thinking about that. What about like if you have like a channel, say on your like let's call it, I guess, I guess so. It's like a like say our channel, like is our blog. What would you say like of us getting like other people to contribute that like aligned with our brand? Would that be a good idea, or like is it good to get contributors, or do you, do you think that affects your brand in any way? Like I'm interested to get your point of view. Um, well, I mean that's the first thing I would do. I wouldn't be doing it myself. Yeah. Yeah, because it's probably more important. I mean, if, if it's if it's literally if, if you feel like you can get someone else to do what you're doing on your site, mm. then I, I would have done that as one of the first things I did. Mm. Well, like well, we we're know, like, huh. <laughs> 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 we've been doing that. Well, we know you you get contributors on the Curve blog, but like a lot of people will say like you should be paying those people to write on your site. Like that always comes up in the blogging world. So, what do you think about that? Like, do you think that their the exposure for them is enough? as payment and the experience. Yeah, I think yeah. if you're lucky enough to blog on, on the Curve site, yeah. it doesn't really matter to me whether we pay you or don't pay you. Um, I, I just, I think, I, th- I think you're very unlikely to, to be, to get a post on our site because mm. I'm very picky about what goes on there. And we very have, picky. I think, 50, 50 <laughs> contributors that send us ideas and I'll, mm. I'll only select one a month if, yeah, if that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, um, it's very cool. And, and I, I mean, it's not, it's not because... Like I'm too cool or anything. It's just it's just a fact. It's like I don't want crappy content. Well, it's on there. like yeah. you have a certain standard that you need to keep up with. So yeah. like yeah. You, you can't like if impact your brand negatively. So it would but, definitely but we, we be... pay people too. I mean, yeah. if, if someone says like I'm a professional writer, I've got this really good idea for an article, oh. then we pay them. I, okay. I don't mind. It's but but also. Plenty of people are happy to do it for free. I mean, I do shitloads yeah. of content for yeah. free. Yeah, like that's, so, so well, that's why we get kind of confused when people make these comments in the blogging world because it honestly comes up in Facebook groups all, all the time. Well, and it's I'm crazy like, because because th- this is again the, the mentality of thinking about blogging yes. as like your job is to yes. blog yes. as opposed yes. to your job is to yes. market your business. Yes. Yeah, that's so true. So I all, love all that. the content, like I don't I don't sell content. I have a business that sells products yes. and services, true. and my content is free. So yeah. I'm not going to go out and expect $300 for an article on I, a website. That's why we were really confused. So good. You just put, made it I love so much that. sense. Yeah, love and um, like when I look at the people who contribute to Curve, like they are like authorities. Like because they're on Curve, it's kind of like, oh, wow, okay, they know what they're well, talking about. It gives you about. credibility. Mm-hmm. that credibility. Yeah. And I think that like that's another, I guess, way to build your own authority and credibility in the world by going and contributing yeah. on other people's And that's sites. exactly what I did to build Curve. I, I did guest posts on ProBlogger and Think Traffic yeah. and all sites like that until I had enough audience that they would come to me yeah. instead of me having to go to them. And yeah. that's, yeah. that's how, how you get it done. So Yeah, and Love it's it. so cool. And I think it's like really interesting to think about like how did you can like measure that, but like you can't really, but you know that all of those contributed to you building your business. And yeah. because you know that they get high traffic, that lots of people saw it. Yeah, well, I think I think that's when it comes down to like the difference between like are you doing it for conversions mm. or are you just doing it to build a brand? Mm. And um, 
I don't even try to measure it. I like and like this kind of stuff. I, I don't even try to measure. I don't even look at how much traffic I get. Um, I don't. I don't look at the conversions. I, I'm just doing it purely to build a brand. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I mean, you can do it sort of strategically with guest posting, where you use links to track them and stuff like that. Um, but I, yeah, it depends on how you look at it. I, I see pretty much all of this stuff as just brand building, mm. um, and the really high conversion stuff is normally just written content on our site. That's normally where I'm like, well, this is a good opportunity to get people into the funnel. Yeah. So let's talk about that because I'm really interested and I know we've been talking about it heaps, like just in day-to-day conversation, but like content upgrades, like can you tell our listeners a little bit about what that means? Yeah. Well, well, I started talking about this a long time ago before content upgrades was even a word. I know. It's totally so, a word now. So I refused to use the word. The word. Did you? I no, reckon you did. No, I didn't call it that. I called it a much worse word. What, what was, was it? What was it? Post-specific Oh, post-specific. Um, <laughs> what is that? Opt-in. Post-specific opt-in. Oh yeah, I don't call it okay. that. Post- no, don't call it that. It's, it's like a it's tongue twister. Post- it is a tongue twister. Post- but there wasn't post- a name for it. Upgrade. Post-specific. There wasn't a name for it. Um, Content upgrade. Okay. There is a name now. So who came up with the name? You did. No, I. I'm, I'm, <laughs> didn't we just talk about this? <laughs> no, you came up with the second name. We changed the. Yeah, we changed, we changed the, the history, history of content upgrade. No, well, I actually <laughs> stole the idea from HubSpot, who. I noticed we're doing it. No one was talking about it, but I noticed they were doing it Very cool. on their blog. And so I started writing about it um, and doing it. And now it's definitely a thing because yeah. it just makes perfect sense that when someone's reading a blog post about a, a certain topic, if you want to get them to convert, you give them something to convert, something to grab that's related to that topic. It makes so, so much um, sense. Yeah. So I, I, I just noticed HubSpot were doing it because they were like the, the pioneers of content marketing. And when you used to go to their site, they'd always have like a little ebook on the right hand side that had yeah. that was to do with the, the, the content. Um, so and I don't know if they wrote about it or what, but I just noticed they were doing it. And uh, like the conversions that we see from like one a post without it to a post with it is massive, like five hundred percent at least. So if if we get a normal article might convert at one percent, and one with a good lead magnet might convert at five or six, maybe even like initially might convert at like eight or nine percent. Mm-hmm. Um, and like for, for people who go there the first time. Yeah. So how do you like think of content upgrades? Like that's what I always think, especially like for us. Like I'm always like, oh, what content upgrade would yeah, be? Yeah, like you? on a really popular like, recipe, what would you suggest? Yeah. Well, w- one thing I do is... <laughs> is Dan, um, tell us what to do. <laughs> I will. I'll tell you what to do. Business coach. <laughs> well, first of all, you don't, you don't really think about marketing an idea after you think of the idea. Oh. And so we do the same thing with content. Um, I see. We don't think about promotion after we write the post. We think about promotion as part of writing the post. Oh. So like our, our content promotion um, list or template now is actually part of the blog like mm-hmm. post template. So, mm-hmm. so when, we, when we write wow. a blog post, the first thing we do, the first page of what we write is all about promotion. Wow. So we're thinking about the title, thinking about what's going to hook people in with the title. We're thinking about what keywords we're going to target. We're thinking about what lead magnet we're going to use. Um, If if we know what problem this solves, then it's quite easy to think of a lead magnet Mm -hmm. that solves the problem better than a blog post could. Um, And then we write the post. So so we don't think about it afterwards. Oh, that makes Um, so much sense. Do you have that template available? Yes. So we can link to it in the show notes? Yeah, it's on on contentmachine.com forward slash resources. And everyone should get... public and free. And that book, the book Content Machine, Machine is epic anyway. So So everyone who doesn't have a copy who wants to do anything to do with content marketing... It'll inspire you to just kick ass at content marketing. We are going to read it again. And I'm going to start doing my blog... Doing actually plan. using yeah. that template because that's such a good idea and like really what we should do is sit down at the start of every month 
and just no. work out what posts we want to do for that month. Would that be a good idea? Yeah. So we. So I. So what <laughs> I do is I have my team do like fifty to seventy ideas for the month, mm. and then I cut them down to four. Okay, Emma, that's your job. <laughs> <laughs> or even two, and then and then come up with two oh, during no. the month. <laughs> All right, I'm. I'm challenging you okay. to do that for we the will, month of – what month are we in? May. You, okay. Know, yeah, you can do it for the month of May. Alrighty. Well, we'll Boom. keep you guys posted at home. Yeah. I awesome. love that. I reckon that's going to really help everybody if like, oh my they gosh. can start thinking about that content and that I, way. Because I think we like we kind of struggle with kind of figuring out or like picking – what we want to do for our content like we have so many ideas like how do mm. you how do you go from 50 to two yeah um i just pick i pick the ones that i know are going to be good it just seems obvious to me that like <laughs> most of the ideas are just not good i mean it's different in your industry because you're like you're doing stuff like recipes it's a little bit different but in, in mine it's like <laughs> i can look at how much i'm going to help this individual yeah, yeah. like if it's yeah. like if, if i if someone says i want to do a blog post on your blog about um know 10 wordpress plugins to consider using for wordpress and then someone else says i'm going to do the ultimate guide to snapchat i I will think like the people in my community Mm. this this is what they care about right now they care about snapchat if this is actually going to help them i'm getting all these questions every day how to use snapchat there's all these confused people they don't want they want to know who to follow they want to know how to do so true the the the, um filters and how fun are the filters who taught who taught you how to do the filters dan knows can't remember. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Think it was us. Um, I had a question. It's always but back now. to us. <laughs> <laughs> Who did that, Dan? Who did it? Emma, naughty. But I think Sorry. I think being like having like a really close relationship with the community. Yeah, you're gonna know straight away. Like, is so this post true. actually just bullshit? And yeah. this is just gonna end up on some site. No one's gonna care. So or the, smart. is this actually gonna help someone? So like, yeah. also like, you're looking like because you picked Snapchat for that, that example. You're looking at like what's kind of trendy yeah. at the moment. Yeah, but like, I, only, I only really know that because my community are talking tells about you. it. Yeah, and, and I get okay. like I get those people asking me questions yeah. about that sort of stuff all the time. Lead magnets was another one. Like, like we just did yeah. this massive guide on lead magnets. So um, good. Really it's good the same guide. thing. It's like everyone's really everyone's like, well, like talking about lead magnets and using them, and everyone's talking about these content upgrades and all this. So it's like, well, we should write something on that. Yeah. An ultimate guide. Yes, yeah. I love. I actually really enjoyed that article. That was a, like, I mean, all the last couple articles have, have been, been really epic. good and really, really actionable and really helpful. I mm. mean, like we've used like the last four, I think. Yeah. Like and actually done something from which it, is exciting. Oh, the the other thing is, um, so one we got coming out maybe this week is about how to choose a social media network, Ooh. which you guys are in because I put it in the group. So so what happened with that one? We're was, in it. Yeah, you're in it. Yes. So. The other thing is like improving on on existing ideas. So we had a blog post um, from my friend Anna, which was about how to choose a social media network. Oh right? yes, but yeah. it was, which in itself it, it's a it's a problem. Like people mm. talk about this all the time mm-hmm, that they're confused mm-hmm. about what to go on. That, that they don't know where to start. Like mm. should they be on Periscope or Snapchat? Um, Snapchat. But it wasn't. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> Snapchat. Snapchat and Facebook Live. But Hi. but there wasn't. Um, it just wasn't a very actually useful, practical article. Like, like I couldn't imagine reading that and going, okay, I can make a decision yeah, now about what social yeah. network I'm going to be on. And there was there was a lack of like real stuff in it. Like mm-hmm. I think content marketers and bloggers get carried away with just writing bullshit. Fluff. Yeah, just fluff. And it's not there's no actual real like examples. And mm. like the, the other examples that I, I pick up with Vinay who does my content for Curve, when he first started, like all his articles were full of research. Like mm. 26% of people mm. think that you should be blogging. And, and it's like, 
no one gives a shit about this. Like yeah. we, we don't sit around and go, hey, we should blog today because 26% of people yeah. are now, you know, choosing I people do. based on their blog. <laughs> like that's not real. So understanding like the difference between real and mm. just shit is, yeah. is, is really important. So anyway, with the article with Anna, we just completely redid the whole thing. Yeah. So like conceptually it was a good article, yeah. but it just wasn't executed well. So we scrapped it and redid the whole thing, got a bunch of feedback from the community. That's right. Based it around topics and like, you know, asked you guys, how do you choose what social yeah. me- media network you're on? Asked other people, got some good advice, some, some useful stuff, and then we'll publish that and it's going to be a better yeah. article. So yeah. I think some ideas can be resurrected. Mm. Um, but but yeah, you do need to have like a good detector of what is actually good and what is actually just words. Mm. So interesting. So, so cool. What about like this? I think this is going to be a big topic for all of our listeners. Finding the time for content marketing. I think a lot of people are like, oh, I just don't have time to write this yeah. and be on Snapchat and be on this and be on that. Well, like how do you like I make like and I think probably what we're gonna go into is definitely like maybe repurposing content and not just like doing the different things for every every single post because I love that you do a bit of that Dan and it would be awesome to hear like how you do that like every day like because I know you have like a bit of a process yeah I've I've got a process but I'm sort of I'm reluctant to like just accept that people don't have time and yeah. therefore they need to get around I that. think like, they just don't prioritize yeah, yeah I think yeah. they don't prioritize yeah. but, so like, but so why this, don't they prioritize yeah. it? that's that's more the question yeah. that I'd be asking is is like like when you start a business like I I started this business because I wanted to create content every day. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what business can I start where it would make sense that someone would read mm. my blog and then buy something from me? Yeah. yeah. So I created the whole business around the idea of creating content every day. Um, and so cool. if you're creating a business that needs content, but you don't actually want to be doing content, yeah. then I think that's just like an actual fundamental problem yeah. of more the business idea and the marketing ideas than you as a person. Yeah. Um, but then, I mean, you can delegate stuff, but I think it's a bad idea to delegate and scale stuff that's not working very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what you really want to do is make sure you can do really good content yourself and that's when you delegate it. Yeah. And, and I talk about that in the book. It's it's not about just scaling and delegating and hands off. It's about really getting to the core of what's actually really good content. And that's probably going to mean that you do it yourself for quite a while um, and then you scale it after that. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know if that answers your question. But no, Well, like, what about, like, um, oh, I did have another question, a follow-up question, but now I forgot. Well, the, well, well, the th- process, like, of, of doing it on different platforms, I think. Oh, yeah, I did ask about that, but I well, had another question. And I want to just add in, like, the priority thing. I think it's all oh, yeah, about, like, people don't, they forget the mo- what the motivation is to content market, like, to write the stuff, because I guess people are kind of mm. like, well, I want to make money now. Mm. But it's, like, back to the topic of, like, you know, it doesn't always work straight away, but it might, it'll, it will work down the track if you're doing the right thing. It's almost like, yeah, people get so caught up in, like, the ROI yeah. of things. Like, and I think we especially see this a lot, especially well, when it comes to blogging and brands coming to you and them not understanding like what, and a, like what even, content marketing mm. is. And like other businesses like that forget that content marketing will actually help them. Like we're in this Facebook group and it's always like, um, like everyone will answer it. You need to get an SEO expert. You need to get an SEO expert. And I'm like, oh, you could also content market. <laughs> <laughs> you could also and write a blog post yeah. about this, which should people yeah. Google and it might come up. And, yeah. like, and then all these people are like, well, I can't afford anything. I'm like, do content marketing. And everyone's just a little bit confused about the topic. So I think like it's like bloggers 
don't realize that they're content marketing, then other business people just don't realize the impact that a blog can have and social media can mm. have on their business. Yeah, especially combined, like a, a content, social media, and press, like they combine yeah. themselves yeah. so well. Um, but I don't know, I can't really re- imagine doing content if I didn't enjoy doing it either. Yeah. yeah. Like if like I love doing it, so I, I don't know. know what I don't know how to answer that. Like if you don't like doing it, yeah. it's going to be pretty hard. Yeah, but but don't you think like content like, marketing could help any business? But what about I've got a question. What about <laughs> if like you have an online store? Like you pretty much oh, would you yeah. say you need to have a blog if you have an online store? Well, I don't think you need to do anything. I just think like you need to have a a plan for marketing. Yeah. Yes. You know, I mean Okay. You could have an online store and rely 100% on affiliates or yeah. you could have an online store True. and okay. rely 100% on knocking on people's doors and selling mm. them yeah, shit. I don't right. know. Okay. But, but my plan has always been content. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if you want to get good at SEO and if you want to get like an ongoing stream of content and if you, also, if you, sorry, of traffic and also if you want to get a lot of um, stuff to post on social media, then I think you need a lot of content yeah. because like these days, if you look at like Instagram or Snapchat, or Facebook Live, it's not. It's no longer about like just being there. Like yeah. it's actually putting out useful content yes. for people. Yeah. It's not just social anymore. Like yeah. it's, it's yeah. they're content platforms where you're expected to add value and deliver value for people. So I think you kind of, if you want to get traction on any of these platforms or if you want to get backlinks in Google and rankings in Google, then you kind of need to have a lot of content, yeah. I think. Yeah, and, and yes, you can outsource it, but... Um, I, I think when, when you get caught up in the SEO thing and people are like, you know, you, you need to do SEO, I think you just end up getting mm. shitty content and someone comes along and does good content and just mm. ranks better. Like yeah. my, my content ranks heaps better than a lot of other people who've had their sites SEO'd the shit out of and I've never had any SEO on my site other than me choosing a keyword for something. Yeah. Um, and I think it, in the end, like Google is smarter than the average SEO person. The Google is smarter than the best SEO people in the world. Yeah, so, so true. Um, if you if you listen to what Google says, which is the same thing I've been saying for five years, and the same <laughs> thing every other platform is doing, which is all the people that are trying to shortcut the process mm. end up getting knocked on the head, and the quality content rises to the top. And so, if you're trying to shortcut it, then it, it's going to be short term. Exactly the same thing is happening on social media. Like if you look at Snapchat, uh, sorry, Instagram now with their algorithm, Facebook with their algorithm. Twitter will probably soon have one because it realizes that people just spamming the shit mm. of it is not a good experience for anyone. Yeah. So it's their job as a network to make sure they've got an algorithm that makes the best content float to the top. And so the people who put the best content on there have got the most engagement are the ones that are going to get the most exposure. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think it's doing quality content. It doesn't mean blogging. It could be just on any of these yeah. platforms. But if, if you want traction on these platforms, then you need to be putting out good content. Boom. Oh, I love it. Me too. Fun topic so far well, today's we can chat. Probably talk about it for more hours, but, but we, we don't, don't have, time. have time. Do we have to go to lunch? Soon? Lunch soon. <laughs> Yay! It's gonna awesome. be so much fun. But Thanks so Dan, much. We want to thank you for coming on the show again. It's been so much fun, and I think a lo- our listeners are going to get so much out of it. So, guys, if you loved it, be sure to share it with your friends. Share it out on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat us if you have and any definitely questions. Definitely check out Dan's book, Content, Content Machine. Machine. And we'll put a link in our um, show notes. Yes. Then it'll all be over on the blog. And he's got a, a whole lot of templates and stuff. Yeah, but the, book the templates awesome. are so good. All the free stuff. And my podcast, The Seven Day Startup. Yeah. yeah. It should be in iTunes, 
soon. It'll be Every, back on. It'll be back on when by this goes when live. It'll live. be back on. Yes. So go and check that out. Subscribe. Leave a review on both of our podcasts because we would love that. And, and we, we love, love you. you. And you love us. And you're still in new and noteworthy too. I and, know. And you're also ranking in the business thing because I saw you. I saw you guys. I Boom. know. Yeah, it's very exciting. Well Podcasting done. rock. Thanks everyone who Yay. listens to our show. Okay, everybody. Bye. 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 Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.